welcome to Soap Secrets. Now we're going to kick off as, as we always do with Coronation Street and that's because it is a cracking week in Corrie, isn't it Claire? It is, it is. I wanted to start off with the school ice ball. So it's Christmas, it's nearly Christmas and this is this is the time, you know, um, it's the 4th to the 10th, this is when, time when all the, the traditionally we have Christmas parties and this is this is the this is the time when the school are going to have their ice ball and you know the song it's my party and I'll cry if I want to the one the one that I like to sing on this podcast I think you'll find <laughs> well they're going to be tears before bedtime in this storyline it's absolutely brilliant this is why I wanted to I wanted to, to start with this one because I think it's just wonderful so Max fancies summer Summer has a crush on teacher Daniel, who doesn't, who's totally unaware she has a crush. And uh, Daniel is kind of seeing Daisy, and Daisy's kind of seeing a footballer. And Daisy's the kind of girl that could get the local footballer. So you've kind of got this, well, it's, it's a bit more than a triangle, but we can really take Daisy out of it, I think. So it's really a triangle between Max Summer and an and, uh, and, and unaware Daniel. So... Summer, she's she's young and um, she sees Daisy, who is gorgeous, who wears you know push-up bras and low-cut tops, and and all the men fancy her, and she wants to be a bit more like her so she can ensnare you know Daniel. She sort of wants to lose a bit of weight, so she stops eating, which is not the smartest thing to do when you are diabetic, Hannah. You know that. She's watching her, and she sort of stumbles a bit, and he sees. Daniel, who does know, um, sort of from afar, he just sort of steadies her. Now, to, to Max, this looks like something else, but actually, she's just having, you know, a slight blood sugar low moment. She goes, woo, and Daniel just sort of, he, he just sort of steadies her. And uh, later on, Max is still sort of skulking around, and he sees Daniel put an energy bar into Summer's bag so that she has something to eat. Now, um, Daniel. And Summer, Daniel has been, he's been coaching Summer because she wants to apply for Oxford. So he's been giving her a bit of coaching. Max later rifles through Summer's bag and he finds a love poem. And this is, he thinks, he thinks that's what Daniel put into her bag, not the bar. But of course, the love poem is is there. It's a red, it's not a red heading. It's there because of, um, they were doing this study, studying for Oxford. So, so when we get to the ice ball, after knocking back vodka shots, which is never a good idea... <laughs> Max confronts Daniel and accuses him of abusing his position. And as Summer belittles him, Max does his worst. I don't wish to spoil it for you, Hannah, but what happens next is unmissable. Gosh, they they are brilliant, Corey, aren't they? They've got all the great lines. Yeah. I do think that's a nice storyline. I think it's really good. There's, you know, all these things... You know, Dan, um, Max is saying all these things, and he's making a hundred and one instead of four. It's it's amazing. Mm, yeah, no, it is. It really is. And and the whole we haven't talked about this in a, in a few weeks, Claire. Which you know, I I didn't want to mention it, but now you brought it up again. The Tyrone and Fizz storyline, because I feel like this hasn't, no pun intended, fizzled out because it's just got to continue. Because of course, we still do have a kind of odd set scenario here where you've got Phil who. Fizz is with. He's the Mr. Perfect. But is he? <laughs> is he? Is my dream of a Christmas reunion going to happen? Well, we'll have to wait and see on that for Christmas. Um, but yes, 
Uh, there's more drama at a party because it's um, it's a, Phil has a big birthday and um, Tyrone makes, makes an accidental declaration at this birthday party. What is that declaration or you are not able to tell me? Well, I can tell you a bit about Yeah, I can tell you. So Phil has been Mr. Perfect, hasn't he, for Fizz? Yeah. But um, his boiler broke down. He's been staying at Fizz's. And I would say a little bit of the shine is beginning to wear off, as it does when you start living with someone. Yeah, all their annoying habits yes. become, become very, when they're just occasional, is all right. Yes regularly annoying yes completely so so yes and then fizz gets to meet his mum mimi that's even that's even more of a shock for poor fizz the two don't i know it is the the two don't see don't quite see eye to eye and we discover that phil is a bit of a mummy's boy as well okay and and, but, but the funny thing is is that fizz turns to tyrone tell him about her feelings about Mimi. Yes, yes. And um, and, and actually, Ty, Ty's, um, he's got to a quite a good place at the moment, and he defends Phil. He, he says, you know, he's a great guy. Actually, he has been a great guy. He's been helping the kids with their homework. He's always smiles. He doesn't He doesn't try and oust Ty. He's, there's no competition between them. I mean, there's been a couple of punches thrown, but I think we're over that now. <laughs> And um, so, yes, so they, they, you know, and Fizz is a bit nervous about going to this birthday party because um, Mimi's, she's quite well off and she's bought the girls these amazing dresses, these sequined sort of bridesmaids party dresses that no child would ever want to wear. Yep. <laughs> Understandably. And their matching as well makes it even worse. So, um, so yeah, so Mimi has really just doesn't, doesn't really you know hasn't really understood Fizz and her family but anyway they have this party and um Mimi makes she has a microphone and she makes uh, you know she says happy birthday to her son and then she makes a big a big speech about moving to Weatherfield that just makes Fizz's face you know fall and Ty drags Mimi into the kitchen and she delivers and he delivers a few home truths and he says that Phil is the luckiest man alive to have Fizz as a girlfriend and Mimi is mortified as the microphone is still on just what did the party hear Oh, I hope everything, because that would just be... <laughs> Christmas should be, shouldn't it? A real proper humdinger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It's good. We do like a good party where it all goes wrong. You've got two this yeah. week. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Now, I'm going to move swiftly on to Emmerdale, because obviously anybody that's been watching I'm a Celebrity like I have will know that Danny Miller, who plays Aaron, um, has been enjoying his gagging time I would say in the castle (laughs) because watching another person gag and let's be honest with the amount of lateral flow tests I've done I'm quite used to hearing people gagging in our house um it there's nothing more funny I don't know why um but anyway it's also a big week for Aaron this week isn't it yes yes I know it's great to see it to see Danny on on I'm a celeb and and the weather's turning this weekend so it's going to be really cold in that castle isn't it it's gonna be freezing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so, oh, 
work out. I just can't think of it. It's going to just... Oh. So if we cast our minds back to a couple of weeks ago when um, when Mina discovered that Ben had footage of her trying to, to drown Victoria during the survival challenge, she attacked him. Now, it was very difficult for me to talk about this storyline. Um, she attacked him and she actually slipped in a puddle of wine and she did hit her head and briefly knock herself out and I left it there that she might have died but actually as 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 we now know she got up and she actually killed Ben so she's now killed again Armina oh she can't stop herself can she no she can't so she's now killed Ben um so just before Mean arrived in that episode Liv who was drunk and out of control had been shouting at Ben and Ben is was concerned for Liv because obviously Liv is Aaron's little sister and he filmed her on his phone to show Aaron just what was going on look hey look your sister is she's she's drunk again you know we're we're in a serious position here so that obviously was on, was on Ben's phone now Liv has been accused of killing Ben Hannah and um, she was so drunk that night, she can't, she can't remember anything. She can't say, yes, I did, no, I didn't. And this week, it's her court case. Um, so can her brother Aaron support his sister over the murder charge of killing his partner? Or, or will he put himself first? Because this is a big thing, you know, like, where do you go? He needs to support his sister, but then she's been accused of killing Ben. And she doesn't know whether she did or she didn't. And Mina obviously he's gotten away scot-free because no one no no one is even putting her in the frame because of this this um out of control live video on ben's phone so it looks very bad for for live at the moment so will aaron support live or will he put himself first will he make a shock exit perhaps oh you're throwing me a bone <laughs> I'm not besting women this week. I'm not going to say anymore. Um, Hollyoaks. Um, well, you know, it is nearly Christmas, but as you'd imagine, there's really not very much Christmas brewed. In fact, barely any in Hollyoaks. <laughs> there's an awful lot of body count, though, going on in Hollyoaks. <laughs> there's an awful lot. We, it really is. Um, so... <clears throat> This week, um, undercover cop Nate is homing in on killer Lisa Love on on the killer of Lisa Loveday. Now we have to we have to remember Lisa Loveday was murdered at Scott and Mitchell's wedding by Toby. Um, so that was a couple of. Uh, it was about 18 months ago and uh, they had to they really moved her body once um and um so yes so nate nate is is i'm gonna find lisa loveday this is this is this is this is what he wants to do with felix and martin just back from a honeymoon and toby is felix's son uh, the police close in on a new lead and martin is questioned at the police station they know that somebody in the Devereux family knows something but who is you know it's difficult isn't it when you do an investigation so they kind of know roughly where they're looking but they're not quite sure and so so yeah martine is is questioned in the police station and this makes toby consider drastic action because at this point he's panicking 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 you've got nate closing in um and uh as nate gets closer to the truth felix makes a shock revelation about it to him about lisa just what has he said and then to make it worse the police make a discovery and in the woods a body is discovered like you say lots of bodies (laughs) 
Happy Christmas, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so, you know, it, it could be Lisa's body. It could be somebody else's, quite frankly. This is Hollyoaks. <laughs> yeah, this is all right. It could be anyone. It could be mine. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Maxine and Sienna, they've teamed up, haven't they, yes. to help prove Warren's innocence and to get him freed f- from jail because, of course, he's in there for the murder of Timmy, which... Fergus set him up for. Yes. So this is a really good one because, you know, we we all knew Fergus was horrible. He did all that that's um bluebird operation and and uh, you know where he was putting cameras into his tenants homes and selling selling them it was really really horrible um and maxine killed fergus by hitting him over the head with a bottle as i said the body count is very high because fergus fergus murdered timmy with with Warren's gun and then Maxine killed Fergus by hitting him over the head with a bottle so as you can see there's just bodies all over Hollyoaks so you know Fergus had the last laugh really because he set Warren up um, and now Warren of course is in jail for the murder of Timmy and of course there's no one there you know the real killer is dead so it's it's going to be really tricky to, to get Warren out. Um, he's struggling in jail because Fergus Fergus's henchman had beaten him up and he was really, really seriously ill and was in a coma. And um, he's, he's getting better now, but he's missing his family. He's really missing his family. And he makes a rash decision this week. Has he scuppered his chances of getting out of prison? I think is Warren's such a big character? Probably not. There's going to be a way. It's got to be. Maybe for a little time, though. They'll have to stay in yes. the cells. It's all up in the air. It's like you say, it's Hollyoaks. It is. And I mean, you know, Fergus at the moment, he's just dead, but they haven't actually pinned anything on him. So he needs to be seen as the villain, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Finally, EastEnders. Some joy here? No, not so much. Because it's a sad week for Kim. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm laughing, yes. but I'm just sort of, it's just like a faux laugh. Tell me some joy. It's Christmas, surely. <laughs> I love Kim. I think she's really great. And this week she's a really big shock, Hannah, because she discovers that her sister knew all the time that her husband, Vincent, had been murdered. That's a bit of a shock. If one of your family members knew something that shocking, you would hope that they would tell you, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you really would. Absolutely. So- it is, you know, it's a real shock. And they had such a good relationship, Kim and Kim and Denise. So it's another blow for the single mum because her life fell apart when Vincent disappeared in 2018 and he was killed by Irish mobster Aidan Maguire. So he got, he was murdered by Aidan because Vincent crossed the mobster when he told police that Maguire's brother Connor had a part in a crime and Connor went to prison and subsequently died in prison. So that was, what, that was why he, he was murdered. Um, and to make matters worse this week, it's Denise's hen party for a Christmas wedding to Jack. So Kim's just found this shocking news out. If she'd have found out, well, she does know that Phil knew, but you know you can't expect that from Phil. But for her own sister to keep that from her, it's massive. And will she be able to keep a smile in place for the hen do? Well, I think it might be a riotous hen do. For all the wrong reasons. Uh, There's loads of loads of Christmas weddings. There are. And weddings are never good things in Soapland, let's be honest. Um, um, Stuart's also in crisis this week, isn't he? Because, uh, well, he's in crisis and leans on Sonia rather than his partner, Rain. Yes. So Stuart goes to the doctors because he has a strange rash 
on his chest. And last week he was meant to take part in in a weight loss program at the at the gym and um, he, had to, he was meant to take his top off and he got really funny about it and ran out and nobody knew why he was getting funny about it um, but anyway he goes to the doctor and he gets a shock diagnosis and this really knocks him knock, knocks him for six this shock diagnosis and he goes to the pub and he hits the bottle Hannah this is how bad the shock diagnosis is and Sonia sees him and helps to get him home now Sonia's great and she's a nurse so she's she she knows what she's doing she can see she can see he's in pain and um because she's because she's one person removed and also she's a nurse um Stuart confides in Sonia and she gives him support and advice so she gets him leaflets um, to help him out. And he also give, she also gives him advice that he should tell Rainey exactly, you know, what's gone on, why the doctor, what, what the doctor said. Um, but Stuart isn't ready to tell Rainey yet. And when Rainey spots the pair together, Hannah, will she jump to the wrong conclusion? Oh, almost certainly, I'd say. Um, are <laughs> you able to tell us what his shock diagnosis is? I can't. I'm going to leave okay, that for leave you that guys hanging. to find out. Yes. Oh. Oh gosh, the trouble is with all these things, everyone jumps to the wrong conclusion, don't they? But will it all end happily ever after? Of course it won't. It's a soap. <laughs> wow, it's all going on. But we, we are now counting down, aren't we, to Christmas, and there's some good Christmas storylines coming up. So Exactly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those. Well, until then, and until next week, thank you for listening. It's been another bumper week in Soapland. Um, and we'll see you then. Bye.